0: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
1: It's opening day in baseball and the Houston Astros are the defending World Series champions and no one can take that away from them. Also, why the Atlanta Braves are inevitable and why Anthony Richardson could be worth the risk in Carolina. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
2: Searching all major sports.
0: Found Let's start with the biggest story. The
1: 2023 baseball season set to kick off and the defending champion Astros are going to try and go back to back. Last season, a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a, I'm not going to use the letters, but there's a letter and then you kind of season as if to say, hey, I know that you think the first one doesn't count, but this one is going to count. Brett Chancey from Locked On Astros joins me now. And Brett, I think that's one of the big questions that I have going into this season. If, if last year was a validation title for the Astros, what do they find to motivate themselves to go out and win another one this year?
2: Well, I think you've got many of the same players that you had last year. You added a former MVP in Jose Abreu. Dusty Baker said, I didn't want to just win one. I want to win two. So he's greedy, and I think he wants to ride off into the sunset, into the Hall of Fame with two rings. And when you lose Justin Verlander, but you are still considered the favorite by many people, especially to at least be the AL representative, I mean, this team is motivated. They want that dynasty legacy. They are ready to reign, as their theme is this year. And you've got your stalwart veterans, Bregman, Tucker, You've got Altuve, even though he's on the shelf for a couple months. They just have the right motivation because they know it's business as usual. They've got a big target on their back, but they're ready for it.
1: Yeah, FanDuel has them as the 6-1 to favorites uh, to to win the World Series. Next closest, Atlanta Braves and LA Dodgers. Both plus 750 behind them. The Yankees plus 850. You mentioned Justin Verlander. He's headed to the Big Apple. What is that loss He has been huge for this team, particularly in the postseason. Um, One of the greatest pitchers of his generation. How do they replace that with their rotation?
2: Well, I think you don't replace a Justin Verlander. Just like when we lost Correa, we didn't replace. We didn't. Jeremy Pena didn't have to be the next Carlos Correa. He just had to be Jeremy Pena. Now you open up the opportunity for someone like Hunter Brown to come up. And Hunter Brown looks very much the part. He did struggle a little bit during spring training. But last spring training, last camp, he struggled with his command but became one of the more sought-after young arms coming onto the scene in the playoffs with some key innings there at the end. So, you know, he could go out there and make, you know, get 10 to ten to 12 wins, you know, this year. He could get into the double digits. And you've got your other characters in there, Frember Valdez and Christian Javier, who is apparently the favorite, according to MLB, to win the Cy Young this year on the American league side. You got those two, you got Jose or Um, You got Luis Garcia. Who's had to completely change his delivery. And not only that, we've got Forrest Whitley who Forrest Whitley just struck out five Houston Astros in an exhibition against the space, Ca- the space Cowboys and Astros played at Minute Maid park. And he got Jordan Alvarez, a swing and miss. So if, They can catch lightning in a bottle with their former number one overall draft pick, and he can come in late in the season like Hunter Brown did. I think the sky's the limit for this team, even without Justin Verlander. You don't replace him. You just take what you have, and you maximize what they can give you.
1: If you're concerned about something, with the understanding that this is the favorite right now, if you're concerned about something, if something trips them up,
2: what is it going to be? It's going to be if there is a lingering effect due to injury. We know that Lance McCullers, we're unsure how long he's really going to be on the shelf. Brantley is starting 10 to 15 days off schedule, but he had some personal matters he dealt with off the field. And Jose Altuve, he, is, he has not been put on the 60-day IL. The team is hesitating. I don't think they want to pigeonhole him in case he recovers quicker. But if those injuries linger, or if on top of the injuries that are at hand, other things happen, that might cause them to stumble a little bit. But I've said this all offseason. The Astros won in 2022 without dealing with a ton of injuries. This year, they're starting with injuries. We would rather them have the injuries now get healed up, ready for the playoffs, than something crop up in July or August. It would just be more injuries to other players that would kind of um, put them in a funk. But, dude, Jose Abreu is here. I mean, we took the heart of the South side of Chicago when we faced off with them opening day, and he's here to win a ring.
1: Stay up to date all year on the Houston Astros by following Locked On Sports today and Locked On Astros on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, is the toughest division in baseball, the Braves, to lose? Before we answer that, the New York Knicks may have seen their hopes for a deep playoff run go up in smoke. The tournament is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 a grand back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the nets. Or how about an opening day line? The Astros slightly favored over the Braves and Dodgers for the World Series title this year FanDuel has the Astros 6 to 1 while both the Braves and the Dodgers are plus 750, the Yankees plus 850 and the Mets 9 to 1 right behind them as the only teams with better than 10 to 1 World Series odds. It's all in the app that's safe, secure and super easy to use, so don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to fanduelcom on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: Julius Randle has played all 77 games for the New York Knicks this season. Then he missed the second half of a 101-92 win over the Miami Heat on Wednesday night because of a sprained left ankle. Randle was hurt in the second quarter when he grabbed an offensive rebound and Heat center Bam Adebayo landed on him after Randle faked a shot. The All-Star forward was eventually helped up and stayed in the game to shoot his free throws he was clearly in pain, and the Knicks quickly committed a foul to substitute him. The Knicks announced that halftime, Randall would not return. The Milwaukee Bucks allowed the Indiana Pacers to score 136 and still won.
3: On the front end of a back to back with a game against Boston tomorrow, this was an absolute must win in Indiana. For the Milwaukee Bucks, they picked up the win. It was also one of the more memorable nights of the 2022-23 regular season. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. The final score is 149-136, to but some of the individual performances were outstanding. Drew Holiday, for the first time in his career, has a 50-point game. He finishes with 51 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. As for Giannis, he tallied 38 points, 17 rebounds and 12 assists, the fastest triple-double of his career so far. On top of that, Giannis threw down a ferocious poster dunk on Jalen Smith that sent him to the sideline. And then less than a minute later, Grayson Allen threw down a dunk of the year contender. He went flying through the air, landed on his back, and it was actually a scary fall, but he was able to throw down the dunk and he was healthy. So, so much to discuss about this game. We're going to do it all on the Locked On Bucks podcast, but this was an important win for the Bucks and an enjoyable one at the same time. Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo became the first duo in
1: NBA history to score 50 and have a 35-point triple-double in the same game on the same team. They were unbelievable. The Utah Jazz basically sit everyone and still beat the hapless San Antonio Spurs.
4: The Utah Jazz were without Colin Sexton, without... Lowry marketing without Kelly Linick and without Jordan Clarkson. That's okay. They were playing the San Antonio Spurs, and they beat them 128-117 tonight behind 41 points from Taylon Horton Tucker. Taylor Horton Tucker's second time in his NBA career, he has surpassed 40 points. This was a career high at 41, and he came out early and often. He took nine of the Jazz's first 12 shots. He scored 16 points in the first quarter and 27 points in the first half, and by night's end, he was a very efficient 15 of 25 from the field and six of 11 from three for the Jazz guard out of Iowa State. As the Jazz cruised by the Spurs, the game was a three-point game heading into the fourth quarter, but they stretched the lead to 19 at one point in the fourth quarter, and the Jazz sit a game and a half out of the play-in at night's end.
1: You have to commend the Spurs for the commitment to the bid. They are tanking for Victor Wembenyama, so, so, so hard. And in baseball, a monumental agreement has been reached between minor league baseball players and major league baseball.
5: We will have the first ever collective bargaining agreement for minor league baseball players. One of the biggest immediate wins that we can see is from what I can tell starting this year, salaries will increase dramatically. So, complex league players. a year is what they used to make. Now, $19,800. More than tripled the salary. Low A goes from $11,000 to $26,200. High A goes from $11,000 to $27,300. Double A, $13,800 to $30,000. And triple A goes from $17,500 to $35,000. And Unlike how it currently works, where you only get paid during the competitive season, the regular season, you will get paid almost year-round, excluding a six-week break during the winter. There's a lot of other details of this. There's going to be tons of reporting going on about this. We're going to cover every single aspect of this historic, historic agreement here on Lock to the Movie Prospects and across the entire Lockdown Podcast Network.
1: You can certainly be forgiven for not knowing that there was not the same kind of agreement for minor league players as there were for major league players because, I don't know, minor league baseball players seem like professionals too. And so it would make sense for them to have had an agreement like this before, I don't know, today, but that's not how this works
0: another story you need to know
1: the NL East looks like the toughest division in baseball but the Atlanta Braves have owned it in recent years will they win it again despite big spending Philadelphia and New York hot on their heels our hosts from locked on Braves locked on Marlins locked on Mets and locked on Nationals along with locked on Phillies weigh in on our division preview
0: who's gonna win who is going to win the NL East? And we're going to go around the table here, and you're all going to give your reasonings. I don't mind if you pick the same teams. That's okay. But give us your reasons to back it up. And, Ryan, since we were with you talking Nationals, who's going to take the crown on the NL East this year? I think it's the Atlanta Braves, you know. With the Braves, this is this is the thing. With the Mets, I know Max Scherzer. I know what he can do. And he's going to be healthy. I have full faith in Max Scherzer staying healthy this year. And then you have Justin Verlander as well. The Mets are a very solid team. But then I look at the Braves. I can't unsee what they have done forever. They are consistent, even if they don't have the depth that they had in the farm system anymore. I guarantee you at some point this season, someone will come out and... He'll be an impact player for them if they have any injuries of any sort. And obviously with Grissom, I think at some point he will get the call up. He will be the shortstop. And I think he is a huge difference maker as well. So it's hard to pick against the Braves at this point. We've seen it time and time again with them. Yeah, I hate I hate people actually buying into the Braves winning this year. It feels like they always get picked against because of all the spending the Mets and Phillies do. But mm-hmm. I I do think the Braves win it again. As I said, I think this is the deepest roster they've had. You look at the starting rotation, and you know, and as Ryan just said, they already have two rookies who have seemingly come out of nowhere competing for the fifth spot over guys like Ian Anderson and Bryce Elder who have major league experience. So I just think there's a lot of depth, rotation, bullpen. I can't just give the Braves a clean sweep, you know. I'm going to be <laughs> counting on Peter and Connor to kind of come on my side a little bit, so we can take this three
1: to two. I do think the Mets uh, are the team that can come out and win this division. But honestly, I kind of view this division in the same lens as last year. I think the Mets and the Braves are going to be hovering around 100 wins. I think the Phillies are going to be a wild card team, and I think any of those three teams, when we get to October, can make a run.
5: Listen, you're really going to make the Philly guy say the Phillies are going to win it, but I'll play that (laughs) card here. It's kind of what we do in this city. I think this team's got as good a shot as any. And I know the Braves have run this division for more than the past half decade. I know the Mets are a super talented team. When I look at the Phillies, and maybe I'm reading into stuff that's not there, but they just feel like they have so much momentum, even just looking at the World Baseball Classic and like Kyle Schwarber hitting that home run off of Hugh Darvish uh, in the final, just like he did in the NLCS. Trey Turner going absolutely off, hitting five home runs in the tournament. Bryce Harper potentially coming back early. Something about this team just feels like they've figured out that they can win, and
6: I feel a really good run from them this year. Let me just start with the fact that the Marlins have never won the division before. Um, okay. And 2023, uh, that will continue, I believe, unless something <laughs> goes crazy. it would be wild. So Less I'm not optimism call...
0: in Miami than Philly. Okay, we get it.
6: <laughs> Less op- I mean, there's been a lot of optimism in Miami recently for the WBC, yeah. which has been amazing. It's, how how great has it been to see Lone Depot packed out like that and those kind of attendances and that kind of... Uh, uh fandom going on there i'd love to see that in miami during the regular season i'm, I'm not convinced that will continue maybe opening day but overall for me in this division I, i'm i struggle to see past the braves i just feel like their roster is the best roster overall i also believe they by some distance have the best gm in baseball as well actually and so they they won't be done there's always a plan with the braves There always always is and you never see it coming that's the thing with the braves they, it, the news drops and no one has heard anything about it until it's happened left scratching head going wow the Braves have done it again I think the Braves actually win this division by some margin actually I know maybe we're expecting a head-to-head with the the Mets and, and and Braves a little bit like last year but I can see it being by some distance this year I think the Phils are in the mix the Mets are in the mix clearly as all the guys say I think three of them do make um the postseason wouldn't it be wild if there was four teams from the NL East that made the postseason I know it's hard with the schedules but if everything goes right for the Marlins, who knows? They could sneak in a wildcard three. Stay up to date all year on Major League Baseball by subscribing
1: to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On MLB on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, why Anthony Richardson may be worth the risk for the Carolina Panthers. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff and now's your time to make it count. Go to com to vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for the Coconut Puff. It is... The unassailable number one seed in my heart. Support your support your favorite bar or puff with a vote. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of built. Not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12-month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door it would save me a lot of trouble when I forget. Oh, I've run out of built bars. I gotta go, I gotta go order again. And then I get busy and I forget again. And I'm like, ugh. Come on, it'd be great if I could just win this contest. I don't, I don't think I'm eligible. You got to try Bilt, the best protein bars ever. Low in sugar, but still covered in 100% real chocolate somehow. Not sure how they do that. And still high in protein. Again, not sure how they do that. Run to BiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March. So hop in and support your pick. He's wrong. He's unproven. And many believe he has the widest range of outcomes for his professional career. He is Anthony Richardson. And he has many NFL teams and fans intrigued at what he could be. Just as Julian Counsel from Locked on Panthers is.
7: I don't think a single quarterback in this draft that has the widest range of opinions that Anthony Richardson has coming out of the University of Florida. This dude is unreal when he is at his best and he is unreal bad when he's at his worst and you just wonder if he can put it all together how good could he be in the NFL and there was an argument to be made and I've said this before that Anthony Richardson should be the pick there's an argument to be made that he should be the pick here in Carolina you say that only because you think of the athleticism the arm strength in the obvious physical traits. And if you get him into the right situation, which behind a good offensive line, which this coaching staff, you could say it's the right situation and you give him a year to sit and watch and learn, work out the mechanics, he could have a higher ceiling than Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and Will Levis. The concern is his floor probably lower than those guys because of all the things you have to work on to get him to be a viable starting quarterback in the NFL. And the Panthers aren't just looking for a viable starting quarterback. They're looking for the guy, that dude, to lead the parade in Uptown Charlotte, take it down, trade and try on. That's what they're looking for. Can Anthony Richardson be that guy? It's, it's possible. There's a timeline, possibly the one we're living in, that says that Anthony Richardson is the answer for the Carolina Panthers. But I don't know just yet. It might be worth the risk. And I wouldn't hate it if it happens. If they put that card up there, hand to Roger Goodell, and he says the Carolina Panthers have have selected Anthony Richardson quarterback out of Florida, I'm just going to laugh. I'm going to sweat a little bit. And I'm going to be like, okay, let's go. Let's see what happens here in Carolina, what Frank Reich and his staff can do with
1: this guy, because it would be incredible. Given all of that uncertainty, isn't the most prudent thing to say, I'm not going to try and parse all of those little details. I'm going to take the guy that has the best physical skill set. In fact, the most athletic quarterback we have ever seen, the most physically gifted quarterback in terms of raw tools, raw ability we have ever seen. I'll take that guy. Give him the opportunity to figure it out because if you hit, you could have a cross between Cam Newton and Josh Allen or just, hey, how about just Josh Allen? That'd be great. Or how about 2015 Cam Newton, but over a 10-year career because we're better at protecting these guys now. We have offenses now that better tailor to their skill sets. The, the league has changed. If you're going to bet on a quarterback, I just don't know why in the year 2023, it would be on a Mac Jones type player or why you would be enamored with the floor of a player. I care about ceiling. What can he be? Because I have a, at best a 50-50 chance and it's probably more like one in three that I'm going to hit on this guy. So if I hit, I need to make sure when I hit, I hit huge, that I hit a grand slam. That's Anthony Richardson in this draft. And finally, the ongoing battle between the PGA Tour and the Breakaway Live Golf Tour continues to be one of the biggest storylines in men's professional golf. But past Masters champions Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson insist it won't be a distraction at Augusta National Golf Club next week. Augusta National elected to keep the same qualifying criteria it used in the past to determine the field for the 87th Masters. There are 18 players in the 89-man field from the Live Golf League, including four Past champions, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Phil Mickelson, and Charles Schwarzschel. That is, of course, in addition to Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson. Patrick Reed sees no drama ahead. Obviously, the media and the storylines are going to be, obviously, live versus PGA Tour and all that kind of stuff, Reed said. But really, at the majors, top players in the world are going and playing against each other and no matter where they come from. Of course, Patrick Reed saying there's no drama is uh, like a real housewife saying there's no drama there is always going to be drama especially with patrick Reed. thanks for making locked on sports today your first listen now go find your favorite team's locked on podcast and make them your second listen coming up tomorrow who will be headed to the national championship in college basketball so at least until tomorrow stay locked on sports today